This is the Black Belt Podcast, and you're listening to episode 26. Today's guest is Anthony Pretty Boy Taylor. Anthony is a well-known name to many people who follow the Irish MMA scene, having fought well-known Irish fighters like James Gallagher, and even other Irish prospects like Dean Barry. Anthony is 7-5 as a professional, however he's on a 5-fight win streak, which may suggest he's better than his record shows, which he does mention in the show. Today I talked to Anthony about how he got into MMA, as well as who he'd like to fight in the future. Today's episode is a little shorter than usual, which is why I've decided to release it outside of the regular schedule, but, uh, so I hope you'll enjoy. As always, make sure to like, share and subscribe on whatever platform you listen to, as it all helps the podcast grow. So what's up, Anthony? How are you? I'm doing great, Jamie. How are you doing, sir? I'm all good. Thanks for coming on. Really appreciate it. Anytime, man. Anytime I can do, you know, to support your guys' podcast, everything. You know, because I'm a big fan of you guys, and I'm here. Yeah. So you said you just got finished training. What's out there? What was what was on the menu? Well, we did a lot of uh, we did a lot of wrestling today. Just you know, transitional wrestling, and you know, in scenario wrestling. You know, me, AJ, Baby Slice, Q, Kana, Joey Beltran. You know, remember Joey Beltran from yeah. you know Bare Knuckles, and he's. He's currently training with us now, so he's a new family. And yeah, we just did a lot of wrestling today. I got my uh, wrestling shoes on, so a lot of wrestling. We've been doing a lot of, lot, a lot of wrestling these past few weeks and just really just digging in our roots because, you know, <clears throat> I'm a wrestler, you know, true and throughout wrestler. Yeah, has, the, has coronavirus impacted your training at all or have you still been getting it done? The only thing it impacted is me not going to 24-hour fitness. That's the only thing it impacted. Other than that, it ain't stopped me from training. It ain't going to stop me from running and getting in shape. You know, at the end of the day, you know, you you are who you are. And you get better. Now, you're not only getting better while you're in the gym, but you're, it's all about what you're doing after the gym. Are you running those six to eight miles a day? Are you doing your squats and your push-ups to get stronger? You know, because... In the gym, you're just doing, you're just working on technique and you're improving your technique. But cardio comes out, you know, out the gym. It comes on your own time, running, eating healthy. You know, a lot of people forget that, Jamie, that, you know, nutrition is key. If you don't have the right nutrition, you're not going to last around in the gym. You can be in shape all you want, but you're eating like shit. Your body's not, your body's not taking the right ingredients to perform better for what it needs. Yeah, and do you do you work with a nutritionist or do you take care of your own nutrition? Oh no, I got a nutritionist. Uh, my nutritionist is named Eric. He, he he's a nutritionist for Conor. He's done lots of nutritionists for Conor McGregor. Um, he's currently is a nutritionist for uh, Anthony Pettis. He's done he's done in the past Demi Lovato, a lot of uh, Bellator fighters and UFC fighters. So he's well known in that department. A lot of boxers from Showtime, and wow! And so, I have a good nutritionist. He's taking care of me. We just linked up this year after my Bellator fight because he was out of town. You know, my last Bellator fight wasn't the best because I caught the flu. So going into the flight fight, I had a flu. So when you have the flu, your your cardio is not going to be up to par that you normally do, especially when you're just now getting over one. Yeah. Especially as well when you're trying to cut that weight then as well with with the flu. Exactly. Yeah, it, it's worse because your cardio is not there. 
because you constantly have to rehydrate. You really can't cut because every time you're cutting, you know, your symptoms are getting worse because you need to hydrate your body. Yeah. So actually, how, how did you get how did you get started in martial arts? Like, what's your what's your your background? Did you get started as a kid, or were you later into the game? Uh, oh no, no, you know, I never. I just played, you know, watching Mike Tyson fight and stuff as a kid. You know, I was about twenty five when I first got introduced into MMA. I was I used to go to Twenty Four Hour Fitness, and a gentleman named James Lee Hardman saw me coming from Twenty Four Hour Fitness. And I had my T shirt. You know, I was, I was a very muscular kid. He was like, hey. I noticed, you know, you seem dedicated. I noticed that you go to 24-hour fitness a lot. Have you ever thought about doing MMA fighting? I'm like, what's that? I've never even heard of MMA, you know? And then uh, he was like, hey, come on by. I'll show you, show you what it is. So he invited me to his gym for the first two weeks. You know, I, I tried it out. I actually liked it. He's like, hey, you want to you want to ever fight in the cage? I'm like, eh, sure, why not? Let me try. You know, I've never did it before. Why not? So my first two weeks ever doing MMA got me my first fight in Reno. I did that, knocked the guy out in the second round, TKO, and I just fell in love with the sport. Now, how I came to LA, how I met Antonio and AJ and everything, um, you know, I wasn't with a specific team, so. I called up Antonio and said, hey, I want to be a fighter, you know. He's like, come on by. You know, I, me and my girl just broke up. I was living in Stockton. He's like, you have to find a job, but we got a house that you can stay after a couple of months so you can find a job. I'm like, all right, cool, great. So I go to the house. I don't have a job. AJ McKee, he gets me a job. He's the security at this club. He gets me a job as a stripper <laughs> at, <laughs> at his club. So I was stripping for a few months before I even started professionally fighting. That's how I was getting my money, my income. I was tripping for anything. And then I was living when I got into Bellator after that. Yeah. So the, you mentioned like you, you a wrestler. Did you would you have wrestled as a kid? In true school? Um, no, no wrestling. I never wrestled as a kid. I never did boxing. I did a little boxing boxing. I did a little box sorry about that. I did a little boxing here and there, but no but no wrestling. Okay. So and um, I, I I presume that the 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 stripping was a uh, was that an experience was uh, I'd say I have some wild stories from that some wild memories. Oh, oh man, it, it was crazy experience, man. Months and months of experience, man. It, it was it was a good time at the time. It was really like the thing was literally like a magic mind thing. I swear to you, you know, I'm I'm just glad I didn't have to dance in front of him at all. <laughs> I'm glad because I wasn't going to do that, but. You know, it was a good experience. You know, a lot of people wonder where I get my little dance move. There you go. So, you know. <laughs> and that's where the pretty boy name comes from as well, is it? Uh, absolutely. Pretty boy. <laughs> absolutely. Savage. So, like, um, so how long do you think it was? Because he said it wasn't too long before you had a fight. How long do you actually think it was before you stepped in for your first fight? How long had you been training? First fight with Bellator before I went to Antonio, before I moved to LA, and I was never trained. It was just all pure athleticism. I played basketball in high school and little, little summer college. I, you know, just never really trained. I just kept the weight just to fight. You know, one of my good buddies, James, he said, Hey, you know, Bellator has a fight. 
this is a good way for you to get your foot in the door. You know, the Bellator. You know, yeah. this guy was like, I believe, five and one that I fought, I think. And I lost the fight. And, you know, from that time, I wanted to take my career serious. That's when I moved to L.A. and got a job. And that's when I knew I, I was going to be a fighter. You know, a lot of people ask me, Jake, they say, uh, how do you... How does it feel being punched in the face? Shit, I don't even know. How get in the face? That's why they call me the pretty boy. <laughs> yeah, I suppose the, 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 the job is to hit the other guy. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So is someone like would, would Mike Tyson have been somebody that you would have looked up to? Oh, yeah, absolutely. As far as sports idolize, I idolize, you know, The Rock, like, Bruce has played a big part of my life, a big part of my role as far as a sports role model. Those two, you know, because as a kid, you know, you look at combat sport, you, know, you look at boxing, okay, you got you see guys with gloves punching each other. But when you look at MMA, you're like, ooh, it's kind of a little bit more brutal, you know. But I knew I was destined to do great things when it came to combat sport. Yeah. So how it. Uh, how many fights had you had? To, like, sorry, you didn't stick with you didn't stick with the uh, the stripping for too long or the, the dancing for too long. No, uh, absolutely not. I did like twelve amateur fights. You know, I did like twelve amateur fights, but you know, in MMA. But as an amateur, I was like, I was like six and like I was about five and seven. I never really took it serious. You know, I didn't start taking it serious. In, until after I got on my win streak, that's when I actually took five decisions. Yeah. yeah, so that's why you're easy. Like you fought, you fought, you fought some big names like in Bellator. Like even for a guy who wasn't taking it serious, like fighting James Gallagher, Adam Boricks, guys like that who are who are like headlining events. Like you, you've yeah, I'm not even taking it serious. Right, right, right. And you know, a lot of people criticize me for those fights. Like, oh, you you lost to shit fighters, but people don't realize like, hey. You know, I've been only fighting professionally for like two years when I fought him, and on top of that, I was I was only I only had two fights going into the James Gallagher, which he had five. He was five and zero, and then I only had yeah, and then the same thing going against out of both fights when he was nine and zero. You know what I'm saying? Like I got thrown in there. No one built me up. That was what didn't build me up. You know, it's okay. I'm just in business. You know. But no one built me up. I didn't. I didn't start my career. At, oh no, fighting a debuter just like me. Then fighting a one and one or three and one. Then throwing a four and two. No, I never got that. I was just thrown in the wolves, you know. And I accepted the bad boy role. I accepted the bad guy role. You know, it just is what it is. You know, was those good experiences? Absolutely. Would I beat those guys now if I fought them now? Absolutely. I'm dominating them. Smash them right now. Like, my wrestling's on par with the top, you know? Like, like I'm ready. You know, if I fought James Gallagher right now, I would literally smash him. I will outgrapple him fast. Definitely outside because he doesn't have a strike. You know, Alan Bowricks is a little bit tougher, but you saw that fight with Alan Bowricks if you ever got the chance to see it, did you? I haven't fully watched the back, though. So I must look, well, give it a watch. full watch back. Go to Bellator.com, look at look up Bowricks, 
name on there, and you'll see my fight with Forward. You're going to see who clearly was winning that fight. And we all know Forward's a striker, right? Yeah. Watch that fight, Jamie. I swear to God, watch that fight. And you'll see that, oh, snap, Pretty Boy was actually out striking him out of Bowens. You know, so, you know, but those are learning lessons. You know, you think about those, my third, second and third fight to now I'm on my 12th fight. Yeah. You know, so, so I, I still, Jamie, I swear to God, I, I be forgetting, like, yo, I fought 12 times professionally. Like, shit, like, I sometimes forget how many times I fought. It's kind of yeah. scary. So, so, like, even on those fights, and even uh, with the, maybe the, the fight after that with, with, with Dean Barry, you, you always kind of, you, you do manage to to build up a bit of a, a bit of a storm about it. Um, I remember there was a, a bit a bit of good vibe or like like a lot of hype going into the fight that you had with Dean. I remember a lot of fight, hype going into the fight you had with James. Is that kind of like you said, it's part of the business? Do you do you make it part of your business to kind of try and hype the fights up, or is that just you you being you? Well, no, that was just me. That was just me being me. But it was also, also, I understood the business of getting the people involved. Because you can be an element, they ain't going to be a born fighter. But if you're actually an exciting fighter, people want to see that exciting guy fight. They want to keep their eyes on who's this guy. So when after I fought Dean, I was like, family, give me another fight ASAP. Let's go right now. They gave me uh, Michael, who was five and all. I'm like, great, perfect. I'll fight him. Let's go. You know, uh, I got the momentum going. I'm ready to go. And, you know, and such and such. And then from there on, I just went on the street. I actually started taking my career serious. I started training serious and fighting serious. And now a lot of people look at me. They're like, hey, Anthony Taylor is better than what his record actually says. And that's why I'm a dangerous fighter. Yeah, I think I think there's a that's kind of a common thing in in MMA. I think, isn't it? Like you have guys who maybe they jump into the professional game, they maybe don't take it too serious at the start, but then when they start to maybe take it serious and see that it's a legitimate career, their records don't fully don't fully say what what how good the fighter is. Exactly. You know, you got a lot of people. Who, a lot of people on Twitter. You know, if you think about it, oh, your record is seven and five. You're a shit fighter, but they don't realize. How many fights has he won in a row out of that 75? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And people don't realize, okay, I'm 75, but I'm on a five-fight win streak. That tells a lot about a person, and they don't really see that. Oh, you're a shit fighter. Okay. You fight nobodies. Yeah, sure. Tell that to the average guy who's fought every, a lot of people. I mean, a lot of guys I fought, it's crazy. Yeah. Fought, Just, I fought a lot of contenders. I fought an ex UFC fighter, Chris Avila. A lot of people don't give my credit, but it's okay. Yeah. And go, going back to just like the, the Dean Barry fight, it was kind of like in the first round, he was kind of a. Um, he was he was winning the the stand up exchanges. So was the plan in the second round to go straight for the takedown? Because you can't you went for the takedown very early in the second round. Well, when I fought Dean Barry, I was my goal was to outstrike him. Man, this guy kept moving so much. He would just move. He would just come in, move, get. But it was for some reason I was going to take him down. I didn't. I wasn't going to take him down. I was going to strike him the whole fight. But man, he kicked me. 
And then I, I, I stepped very awkward, and he kicked my front leg. I just felt something buckle bob out in my knee. I was like, oh, no. Something in my knee buckled. I didn't know what, what happened with it. So I was like, shit. End of the, end of the second round. In first round. So when I went into my corner, I was like, man, something's wrong with my knee. Like, I don't know what's going on. I think I stepped somewhere and kicked in a certain place. I don't know what happened. And I was like, man, he, he, if he, he, I told myself in my corner, I was like, if he very keeps kicking me in the spot, I'm going to have to go ahead the fight. Like, I literally can't walk. It was in my corner, you know, from uh, Dublin Combat Academy. I'm like, just, just take him down if you can't take him down because he doesn't have a ground game. I'm like, all right, cool. So that's when I went for the takedown. Took him down. I knew he was very green. I knew he didn't have experience on the stand, on the, on the grappling. Because, I mean, look at him. He was a striker. And I got the win. You know, I tell people, people ask me, who is the most technical fighter that you fought in your career? I would have to say Dean Barry was my most challenging fighter that I fought in my whole career. If Dean Barry fought Bowix, Dean Barry would be Bowix right now. Dean Barry fought Gallagher. Dean Barry would be Gallagher right now. Dean, Dean Barry, I see Dean Barry actually going to the UFC. A lot of people don't understand how good he is and how good of a footwork he is, but me and Dean will fight again, but we'll definitely be in the UFC or, or Bellator, whichever our road pass meets in. You know, I wish him the best. And me and them are friends. We're very good friends on, on Instagram and Twitter. So we follow each other. We talk a lot together, you know. So we're good buddy buddy. So we had we had a good fight, you know. And I'm learning a lot. He's learning a lot in this game. You know, we're really young in the game. You know, I might be a lot of people don't know, Jamie. I'm 30 years old. A lot of people don't know that, but I look yeah. about 24, 25. Yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> You do, and um, yeah, like that was was that just like like you said you you in the corner you had the guys from du- Dublin Combat Academy, you came over on your own. Was that all part of just you didn't have a team that a, a steady team because you just weren't taking it too serious at that time? Yeah, yeah, true. I was I wasn't in the right place at the time when I fought fought me, and you know my coach had my back. My coach, you know, Tony was like, "Hey, we'll support you." I just came in. He couldn't make that trip. He was cornering Joey Davis at the time. So, you know, fortunately things came out. <laughs> yeah. I'm happy so, that it did. Yeah. And so, would you even say that Dean was a tougher fight than someone like who's been in the UFC, like Chris Avila? But, no, by far, Dean, Dean was the best. I'm saying this right now. Dean Barry was the best opponent that I've ever fought in my 12 fight career. By far, the best opponent. Yeah. Quick, very quick for a start. Huge. Can you hear me? Yeah, no good. Just broke up there for a second. So, um, oh, is is the plan to is the plan to stick with Bellator, or would you like to maybe make a run for the UFC at, at some point? Well, I'm a free agent right now, Jamie. So, you know. I would like to stay with Bellator, but it's up to Bellator if they want me to continue fighting for them. You know, um, my manager spoke to the matchmakers from the UFC. The matchmakers from the UFC knows who I am. You know, they asked, they asked, hey, Anthony, can you get the 10 and 5 with a couple of 
bitch. I can possibly make it to the UFC. 10 and 5 record, 8 fight win streak. That's pretty decent ability to get to the UFC. You know what I'm saying? Especially if we get some finishes in it. And then, you know, but I would like to stay and finish my career at Bellator because I started with Bellator. You know, they, the, the, the owners, you know, the people that I work with Bellator, they're very nice people. I know them personally. I follow them on social media. Very understanding. I really can't say too much about the UFC because I've never fought for UFC. I don't know how the operation goes in the UFC, so I really can't say too much about the UFC. You know, right now I'm trying to get a fight with Bellator. You know, one person I've been wanting to fight, Aaron Trumpet. Yeah, yeah, I saw, I saw on social media that there was a, there, there was a call out. Um, what, what kind of prompted that? Well, you know, I tell people every time all my I have nothing but good things to say about Aaron Trump. He's the nicest man you'll ever meet. Very humble guy, faithful man, loving father, loving friend, a really good guy. You know, I just feel like it's a time in my career, his time in his career for us to take the next step to fight each other. And he's down to fight. I, I like fighting overseas. Aaron Chalmers is the guy to be the catapult to be where I need to go. I mean, when I beat Aaron Chalmers, I don't really get any notoriety out of that. It's just, if I beat Aaron Chalmers, it's more of, oh, you beat a celebrity wannabe fighter just to get the fame. Okay, cool. I get his Instagram, Twitter followers, his fan base, right? But if Aaron Chalmers beats me, he benefits more from me because I'm a, I'm a real MMA fighter. I'm not a celebrity or this. He beats me, people start taking Aaron Chalmers seriously about fighting. Okay, you, you're a serious fighter. You're not a celebrity. You're not a, you're not a Gordy Shore celebrity. You're an MMA fighter. You actually beat an MMA fighter who takes his career serious. You know, him fighting a guy 75, I'm fighting a guy 5'2", or both beautiful. I told him, I'll knock you out. You're not as good as you think. You haven't fought an opponent with my experience, with my knowledge. You fought a lot of guys who are like 1-1, one 0-0, and one, oh and oh, Three and one. You haven't fought a real opponent. Yeah, I do think. I suppose it, like it goes back to that part of the business. They're trying to they're trying to build him up, but I don't think he's fought guys who have been the, the best quality guys. But you know, absolutely, it's, it's time now. Like yo, bro, you're five and two. Bellator's not going to be feeding you guys three and one, three and one, two and one, two and two, four, four, five and five. No more of that. Now it's time to put your money where your mouth is. Your mouth where your money is. Where yeah. your money where your mouth is. Money where your mouth is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, do, do you think that's a fight Bellator will, will, will make when fights oh, pick up? If I want to fight, Jamie, I'm getting that fight if I want. And I want that fight. So we and we will fight in England and I will make sure all his fine little Gordy short friends are there. With the fine ass friends. All his fine hot little female friends. Short man, he's so yummy. They're all going to be there. Especially, I don't know, Miss Charlotte. That's pretty Charlotte. She has been on the show, yeah. Yeah, she, she's, she's pretty damn hot. Yeah, she, <laughs> shoot your shot, I guess. Yeah. Shoot your shot. <laughs> but yeah, they all, man, they, man, I be following, I follow with them on, on Instagram. So I know. But, uh, I want to make sure there's a next but and Thomas will be me after for sure. And maybe if that, if, if it happens that maybe that fight can't be made, is there anybody else that uh, is there anybody else that stands out? Mm. I haven't 
thought about that. I haven't even thought about that at all. You know, um, I was supposed to fight Cage Warriors in April, you know, uh, but it never came in to happen. You know, I can't really say the opponent <laughs> because it kind of ruined the thing if I do fight Cage Warriors, you know, off a one-fight contract. But, yeah. you know, but if I do, I still let you know that fight will happen still this year. Just want to let you know. It'll still happen this year and happen in England. I've been trying to fight Patty, but, you know, not a good matchup for Patty. And, you know, so <laughs> I'm ready, man. Wherever Bellator is, they call me, you know, let's make it happen. You know, I'm not going to shy from a fight. You know, people call me out all the time. Yeah. I think there's a, would you think, would you step into something maybe like, would you ever think of maybe something like the Dana White's Contender Series? Would you, would you step into something like that or maybe the ultimate fighter? Would that be something you might ever look at? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, you, you never know. When you're a free agent, anything is possible, Jamie. Anything is possible. Because you're not obligated because you're in contract with one of the company now. But anything is possible. Hell, I can go to Bellator or I can go to C or I can go to WWE. You know, right now I'm getting my acting career into play. So that acting is one of my forte, you know, that I'm, I'm starting to get into. And anything is possible. Like, one or another ultimate fighter, we'll see Bellator or WWE acting. You know, anything is possible. And I'm taking it one day at a time. I'm not rushing myself. I'm not doing nothing crazy or anything, about, you know, that's going to risk my health. I'm just taking it one day at a time and just really taking my time to study my craft. So, and just study it's learn who I am more of a man than a person. Yeah. Savage. So, so, the, so is, the, is WWE something you would like to pursue the, even after fighting then? Yeah, absolutely. WWE's been always been You know, I've always, I've always watched WWE as a kid. You know, who wouldn't want to do WWE? You know, having to be on TV every single week, being so famous, everybody has a, having, you know, cardboard with your names written on it, you know, you know, action figures, you, you in the video game, why would you not want to be in that? You know, the like it's just so flavorful and everything's so fun about it. You know, we you know a lot of these fighters' personalities come from WWE. Think about it. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's very, yeah, there's a lot there's a lot a big crossover there. You've seen uh, some people crossing over, I suppose like Randa has crossed over and Yeah, WWE has has WWE has made has made a lot of the MMA personalities out there. Connor, you know, stuff like that. You know, we see a lot of stuff that Connor gets his gimmicks from. But you know, he puts it in his little ways. But man, I would love to fight. I would love to compete in, in WWE. I would love to. You know, if I had the opportunity, why not? Yeah, so uh, that'd be pretty. Yeah, like it's. It, I think it's something, uh, especially, uh, especially men, or I suppose when they were boys, it's definitely something. I think a lot of uh, that you you dream of when you're a kid is to are you going to step in into the WWE? Oh yeah, yeah. To the people's elbow, the rock bottom, yeah. Stone Cold Stunner, the pedigree, all that stuff is exciting. It's very exciting. So anyway, so 
like you said, you haven't twenty four hour fitness has been closed. But what if you were preparing for a fight? What would a, what would a training schedule look like for you? Um, if I prepare for a fight, it'll be six days a week, twice a day. That's me constantly. That's me constantly training my ass off, and I train from ten in the morning. Well, yeah, pretty much six days a week, two times a day. Um, a lot of a lot of it will be normally normally uh, technique technique, and then pad work and cardio. The next session. Yeah. So then, like in terms of like strength and conditioning sessions, how many sessions are those a week to do? Yeah, like what I do at normally at home. Yeah, yeah. Well, what I do at home, I normally run. I get up and run, do some jump squats, push ups, low weight training, you know, pull ups, just to get my upper and lower body strength. And I do a lot of, you know, one on one boxing with Antonio McKee. You know, so we do a lot of one on one stuff. He does a lot with the fighters, you know, just one on one time with everybody. And from there, you know, we just we just take it easy. You know, we're not we're not trying to. We don't know when all this is going to end, so we can't really say because we haven't been training as a group, so I haven't seen everybody there. You know, but we'll get about like five people come in. And we just train here and there, but I'm I'm staying I'm staying pretty busy, keeping in shape. I mean I'm in shape right now. I'm in shape. Yeah, and so like. Um... I think when you were pick, when you were picking a when you were picking your team and you wanted to start taking it more serious was there was there anything that stood out for going with the team that you did go with or was it just they were kind of close? Uh, I was always I started my professional career with Body Shop. Um, I started my I started my professional career with Body Shop. You know, I was never going to leave them. You know, I just me personally wasn't in the right mind. Q, you're gonna mess up my rims, bro. <laughs> I just wasn't in the right mindset at the time when I was when I was fighting at all. And now that I am, I'm 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 in a better state, better connection with my teammates, just overall just sync with my teammates. Yeah. And do you think do you think you are did you ever feel or have you felt that you may be at a disadvantage? Because like you said, you came into martial arts, I suppose, quite late compared to but you see a lot of other people coming in like in 25. Do you, have you ever felt like a bit of a disadvantage? Do you, th- like, do you think it would have benefited if you came into the sport earlier? Um, I mean, you can never know. Like, I tell myself, like, hey, I wish I got into jiu-jitsu or wrestling when I was younger or in high school. You know, of course, it would, have made, it would have made a bigger difference. But, I mean, I'm happy at where I am now. I get to choose my destiny as a fighter. You know, I get to choose my fights, who I want to fight, because I'm more veteran. It's not like I'm being told, well, you need to fight this guy. You got to fight that guy. No, now I'm in control of my career. Because at first I was letting everybody else control my career. Now I'm in control of my career. Yeah. So there's a point that so, um, so a couple of other people have made who maybe have started into the sport a little bit later is that they haven't taken as much damage as you would have if you came in earlier. Do you think that's going to benefit in the end? Uh, yeah, absolutely. You know, a lot of it, like, if you, a lot of people start off, like, think about it, Jamie. Let's think about it here. A lot of, when we think about wrestling, most likely wrestler turns into MMA fighters. It's starting to, it's starting to trend like that. 
Yeah. It's, it's starting to become a trend. Hey, if you're going to be a wrestler, you're most likely going to be an MMA fighter. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's starting, it's starting to turn into that way since, but now a lot of people get into it. You know, I'm one of the few occasions. I was one of the few occasions in Bellator who don't have a background per se, like jujitsu as a kid, wrestling in college and high school. I was one of those guys who was just literally found off the streets, turned into a fighter. Yeah. That's a, that's a good story. That's a movie story. Yeah. That is a movie story. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, that's, that's the thing. Like you're seeing a lot of people move, like you said, a lot of wrestlers are moving to MMA. It's, or seeing it. Like I come from a Taekwondo background myself and uh, you see some guys that are moving into MMA because that's, that's where the money is. Like a lot of these other martial arts or these other sports, combat sports, there's like, there isn't money in it. Like if you're wrestling and you're not going, once you've got past college and if you're not going to the Olympics, is there money in it? So I say MMA is, is kind of how, where people have to go. Yeah, if you if you want to start making money and beating people up, yeah, go for it, for sure, go for it. Were you ever the type of guy to 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 fight outside the cage? You you enjoy fighting in the cage? Were you ever somebody who would have got into fights outside? Uh nah, like as a kid, but nah, you know, out here where I grew up, and you know, it's dangerous. You fight outside the streets, people, everything goes, guns, weapons, you know. So I stayed away from the crime. I was never a bad kid growing up. Um. Got into trouble, but not like to a point where the law was involved. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I was always a good kid, just around a lot of bad apples. But yeah, everything was easy growing up. Financially, it wasn't. But as a kid, I had a good little childhood with me and my friends. Yeah. If you, if you weren't a fighter, what do you think you would be? I honestly don't know, Jamie. I really don't know. Like I said, my career started five years ago. I never thought I'd be this far in five years. Yeah. You know, I I, I could have been stripping still. Yeah. I get the feeling uh, you, you weren't going to be in a nine-to-five job. No. Hell no. <laughs> hell no. I, didn't, I was always a hard worker. That's one thing you'll know. I was always a hard worker. Yeah. So I suppose it's kind of before before we nearly finish up really is uh, if you had to pick if you had to pick a favorite fighter to watch uh who would you pick uh john jones very technical um very game plan savvy he likes to challenge himself so i like that you know um he's very 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 technical i used to i used to like really liking watching benson henderson because he's just a hard worker yeah and did, uh, is there anything that in their styles that you try to add into your own? Everybody's style is different, you know. My style is more like a Mayweather style. I hit you, but I don't get hit. You know, you have to come to me, chase you. Um, I'm an aggressor, but I'm also a counterfighter, you know. So whatever you give, I'm going to counter that and give you tenfold what you deserve <laughs> you know i i don't really take no one's style because you know i'm not tall i'm not as tall as him you know i might not be as far as length and height and weight you know so i, so I try to have my own style to myself yeah so and if you had to pick if you had to pick a favorite fight to watch so if you're going to youtube you're typing in a fight to watch what, what fight would you pick uh let's see that's a good one probably AJ McKee, because I, you know, I grew up with, I grew, 
I grew up in the fight game with him. And watching him fight and seeing him improve every single fight would definitely be AJ McHugh, my teammate. Yeah. So, uh, actually, I, th- I think we're going to wrap it up there, actually. And um, I've really enjoyed the chat. Thanks, Amelia, for coming on. Anytime, Jimmy. I appreciate you for taking the time to reach out and me and you getting on the show together. I appreciate you. Yeah, lovely stuff. So hopefully you get back to proper training. You'll, you'll get start getting some fights in. Yeah, I will, definitely. And we'll, and we'll keep in touch all the time. Yeah, and let sure me know thing. when you want an interview. You can always do an interview. Sure thing. All the best, man. Stay safe. I will. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it.